episode because this week marks the start of something new and exciting. So from here on out, Where's Ellen Grace will be in collaboration with Fried Magazine and their podcast, That's Fried. Fried is an Irish youth arts and culture magazine established over a year ago by one of my close friends, Enya. Their main goal is to be the voice of the youth of Ireland and tell them everything they should know, but probably don't. And this, we do this by interviewing and collaborating with multiple people across different creative platforms all across the Ireland. I'm so glad to be joining the Fry team as their travel editor and collaborating on this podcast with them. And I hope you'll join me along the way. Where is Ellen Grace will continue to be released on this podcast on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, but Fry will be releasing a second, 60 second teaser for each episode that will be available on That's Fried and advertised on Fried Media. Don't forget to check it out, their podcast, That's Fried, for some equally amazing content. So, Amy, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, me and Amy, I always think me and you met in France, but we didn't. We met in Brown Thomas. Um, <laughs> we did. Way back and then. I'll never forget. So, me and Amy were working in Brown Thomas together, being two absolute messers. Um, <laughs> we were both doing, like, just, like, temporary Christmas contracts. And I remember one Christmas, I was like to Amy, oh, my God, Amy, you should go do Eurocamp. Um, you'd love it. <laughs> I remember I that so well. I never lunch. forget though. Then the next, like we were working together, then the next Christmas, and you're like, Ellen, why didn't you warn me? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I wasn't ready for that experience. I was a different person, wasn't I? <laughs> I know. You came back a changed woman. I was so yeah. proud. And <laughs> um, yeah. so you did, did you did kind of travel and tourism in college. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, so I studied for a year because when I left um school, I knew, I didn't really think I was going to go into a PLC course, but I knew I didn't have the commitment for like a three-year course. So yeah. I was like, okay, this sounds perfect. It's what I want to do because I initially wanted to be a cabin crew mm. and um, that, like I'd never end up, getting to that but this course literally was based around that there was like a cabin crew course and I was like oh my god yeah definitely so I went for that and I really loved it like it was such a good educational experience for me which I never thought I would say that because of <laughs> school it wasn't my favorite yeah but then I left and then went to this course and I like absolutely loved it and like the teachers were so like nice to me and everything I was like this is amazing <laughs> so I was so happy that I did that it was the best decision and, and where was your course was it in Valley Firm was it no it was in the Liberties oh. and it's literally the Liberties College it was great and you can do a second year course because the mm. first uh, year course is if you want to be um, a cabin crew more so oh, and then okay. the second one is if you want to go into hospitality and hotel management and stuff which oh, is okay. really good I was thinking about doing that too but um, so I left and I remember the first year I started college was the first year I was working in Brown Thomas I met you <laughs> <laughs> and then you were telling I just wanted to travel I was like yeah. how can I make like a career out of this you know yeah and then I remember you telling me about Eurocamp and I was like, oh my God, that's so inspiring. Like you <laughs> literally inspired me so much. I was like, wow, that's brilliant. Like that's what I want to do, you know? And so I got onto it and then time came around and I went and I still like, it was still the best thing and such a great experience, but it is hard work, isn't it? 
Yeah. And was there a reason you didn't like want to be an air hostess or cabin crew? Because I know you had that idea at the start. Did something put you off it or you're just like, no, not for me? Yeah. So like at the start, I was like, definitely there was no other options and then I think I just thought I went into this loophole of like travel and tourism like yeah. jobs which I kind of really didn't know there were so many out there and I think yeah, I it's just... not really talked about in school and stuff I always think that yeah. I was like they, why don't they mention like the million euro travel industry at all <laughs> it's so important exactly um... like it was only when I got I seen the course and I was like, oh, I've, I've never really heard of this. I've never heard of anyone like studying or anything, but yeah. I was so interested. And yeah, like there's so many job opportunities, which is great. And, and then like other jobs that kind of see that you have that behind you. I think they really like it because a lot of companies run off um, tourism and stuff. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was... um delighted in any ways that I like finished that course but I just never um ended up going into the cabin crew like you know aviation Mm -hmm. industry I don't know why I think it's just like all them opportunities and I was just taking whatever I could of course and then after Eurocamp um I was kind of like oh I don't know what I want to do I think I was too late to apply for Erlingus which I'm like everything happens for a reason you know yeah definitely um, so maybe, maybe sometime down the line, I will. My Once mom the always... flights get back going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. So what, I know you were kind of had the travel bug and you were like dying to travel, but what exactly, did you just apply for your camp on a whim when you were just like, oh, if I get it, I'll go? Or what was your kind of thought process behind it? Yeah, so I was so careless and I'm looking <laughs> back thinking, hell, like, like if that was me now, which, you know, kind of is in my situation, I'm kind of freaking out. But back then I was so calm yeah. and I was like, I just want to do this. I just want to go. And so then I was like, there was no tears or anything. I just like was like, I'm ready for this. So I went, went to the airport and then it hit me and I was like, oh, I'm going to be gone for like you know so many months and but um I went there and and what lo- what exact location did they send you to they sent me to Brittany and um, oh, okay. Karnak so it was yeah, yeah. really good to do like my background research on it because it's like a Celtic place too like they you fit uh, right in <laughs> yeah I was like okay this is good um <laughs> yeah so I never really knew that either you know before yeah. I went so I'm glad that I did all that research and it wasn't a big shock to me but um originally I think I was meant to go um some other place but then they changed it and like you know with flights and stuff I was like oh my yeah. god is this really happening you know and um then I just went and it was just like kind of easier for me back then or something you know I think when you're younger you don't really think about it as much because you don't have anything to kind of you don't have anything to fall back on anyway so it doesn't really matter exactly you're just taking a chance really and like I'm so glad I did yeah and for people that like I know I've kind of talked about your camp in a lot of podcasts in this episode but for people that don't know about it do you want to give a quick rundown of like what the job was and kind of your day-to-day and like your kind of overall experience with it Yes, so I was working as a holiday representative (laughs) and and I would wake up, see some of the days would start earlier than others depending on um, 
you know, the time that the guests and stuff would arrive. Yeah. But at the start, um, we were just prepping the um mobiles and stuff. So it's a camping resort really with like a swim pool and stuff like that. It's really good, it's really cool. And I never really heard of that type of holiday before. Yeah. I don't know how, but I was so like under the rock about a lot of things. But, <laughs> um so we would make sure the accommodation is all prepped for them and perfect like literally brand new and at the start it was kind of hard because we'd have a lot of like you know cleaning to do and stuff but we got ready in the end and then our guests would slowly come in and then like they would just all come in all together at like certain times you know popular times yeah. so when they would come in we'd check them in um give them all their keys and information and tell them about the area and stuff and about markets that will go on so they know like they can always go oh, the local area yeah, yeah that's it and the beach that was my favorite bit telling people like all the things they could do because it was just so fun yeah <laughs> me too and I never got around to going to the markets and they sounded so because they were always on at like 11 a.m on a Wednesday yeah. I was like I'm working <laughs> so such awkward times for us yeah. but like you'd always hear um the guests coming back and they would say oh my god like it was great you know we went to this market and I'd be like oh so lucky (laughs) (laughs) must be nice nice. so yeah and I'm trying to think you'd go around on your little bike do you (laughs) oh yeah yeah and you'd do your checks basically oh my god it seems like such a distant memory now I know it feels like ages ago yeah I feel old I think (laughs) I was 18 um when I went as well which was quite young and I'm busy now so it's like oh my god I'm ancient literally especially when like you've just thrown yourself into like a new country new job surrounded by all new people and like you don't you don't really need the language because it's all English customers but still like you're in a completely new country yeah and you've never done anything like that before it's actually it's such like an eye-opening experience yeah and what would you say was your best and worst experience from it because I know everyone has (laughs) horror stories yeah I'm trying to think what was my oh my god I had so many like really good experiences like that do outweigh the bad yeah the best would probably just be like you know when I get a memory popping up of sitting around the campfire with (laughs) the people that I worked with who are like so amazing I yeah oh my god that was like it's so heartbreaking seeing that because they're all like doing their own thing now and it's so hard to meet up and stuff so maybe that like you know that's the hardest part about is leaving the people that you've like made a bond with and stuff yeah because you literally become like without sounding cringy you literally do become like family with them because you're working with them you're living with them and then like they're like your only like friends and community and stuff so it's like you become like some of my best friends I've met like from Eurocamp and stuff and it is especially at the minute it's hard to meet up with people because all like the travel restrictions and stuff but I always say that as well like it's a really hard job and it's hard work but I think kind of the lifestyle and the friends you make and the people you meet outweigh like when you're like the scrubbing toilets in 35 degrees heat yeah <laughs> yeah no that reminds me of my worst experience <laughs> that <laughs> triggered something there was a few like gruesome ones which were fine and kind of normal you know when you'd have to like unplug the uh shower like mm, yeah. that was not fun or, and it would be like a whole head of hair yeah literally all of us like and I know 
it's it's just gross when it's someone else's hair yeah. because you're like oh but when it's your own in the shower you're just like yeah you know <laughs> no biggie but um and then the toilets but I do remember this lovely moment so there was like something very unpleasant in the toilet <laughs> and my um my area manager at the mm. time um he was he was great like we did get along but we had like this one moment but I'll get to that and oh. um, <laughs> but um there was yeah that in the toilet and you know he came in and he do his checks making sure you know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and then he seen this in the toilet and he actually got rid of it for me and I was like wow like it was a mess and yeah. I was just like oh my god that is thank you so much and I'll never forget that there really is some like disgusting customers like yeah I I think by my fourth season I had seen everything yeah but kind of my first and second year I was like how do people leave places like this like I remember one time I opened the oven and there was like a full rotten dinner in there I was like one night they obviously just decided not to eat it but they just left it in there and then like people just wouldn't flush the toilet the whole time and then if they had kids they would have like pissed on the mattress and like got sick everywhere I'm like you could have mentioned it to someone and we could have like, you know, yeah. done something about it, but now you're gone and I'm yeah. stuck here cleaning it up. Unless you've been mentally prepared for it, like, because you yeah. just don't know what you're going into. No. It could be like some people leave it spotless and like, mm. I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, whenever me and my family go to like a holiday was resort, you know, we're kind of used to just clearing up everything, you know. Yeah, it's kind of common courtesy. Yeah, so it's kind of shocking when you you think that every like family is kind of like that and then you go and you realize yeah. oh no I've had a few people say to me like oh we thought like cleaning was in the price of the holiday and everything's like <gasps> no we're not actually cleaners we're yeah. just meant to like kind of clean up a bit after you and get it ready for the next person yeah. but I used to love when people left it like absolutely spotless like you'd go in and you'd feel like you'd make it more dirty by like touching yeah. things. Oh my <laughs> god, thank you. I honestly wanted to like email them and be like, thank you. <laughs> thank you, made you my so day. much. Tears of joy, literally. <laughs> yeah. And then my like probably worst like memory that I can remember is um my mom came over and she was like, you know, she always said to me my whole life, like just go out there, travel. That was her yeah. only really advice. Um, it worked (laughs) yeah it really did and now she gets upset whenever I leave and I'm like ma'am you told me to do this (laughs) like you're the one that forced me to do this (laughs) but um yeah so she came over and my nanny was supposed to come over but my little cousin ended up coming over which turned out for the best because like you know the pill and stuff there was more things for him to do and I was so happy because I just missed home which I never thought I'd ever say um and then I had to say goodbye to them and so my mom got a taxi like in the resort you know Mm. and then like I was like oh I was working like I couldn't get any days off anything so I had to work through most of the days that she was here there she was there for about a week and so then I was like okay well I'll walk you to the taxi and say goodbye you know and I was so upset and I was leaving coming back to work and then I got screamed at I got absolutely <laughs> torn apart and I was like oh. that's <laughs> horrible I was so sad. yeah I was heartbroken <laughs> but I don't think that happens 
a lot maybe it was just an off day with the yeah, person that was yeah. given out to me but I was just like because I think I was like so young still even yeah, though I thought I was like all mature and all I was like oh my <laughs> god my mom oh <laughs> so that was the worst but that like isn't nothing when you think of like all the good experiences you yeah. know so and it's kind of funny looking back that I cried like a little uh baby literally sobbed <laughs> so I was <laughs> it's funny kind of looking back and yeah that was the worst yeah. and with saying like how young you were and stuff do you have any kind of recommendations you'd give to like say there's like 18 19 year old listen to this now and they're like oh that's something like I'd want to do maybe this summer next summer what would yeah. your like recommendations be or like any advice you'd give to like your younger self or someone that's thinking about doing something similar yeah I would definitely say like go do it like I think my advice would be like you know you're like I think it's very hard for some young people especially to leave Ireland because like they have so much here they think about their friends or their partner or their family but my advice would be they'll still be here when you get back you know you know and they're real ones you know and of course (laughs) like you will have a lot of like like real people in your life that will be here and will be so excited and happy for you to go yeah. so I and if just, they're not happy for you then they weren't really your friend anyway, exactly so. it's a blessing in disguise like yeah. I can figure that out with time you know so I would say kind of don't think about the like consequences or stuff just kind of throw yourself into it and then deal yeah. with it then <laughs> yeah. I love that what it when you get there. Advice, but like I think that helped me just not thinking about you know who I might lose or like who I might miss I kind of just thought mm. about that when I was over there and then I was like oh but um and then mm. I'd recommend like you know just doing your research and then seeing the positives and bads and writing it out and being like is this something I really really want to do and if the answer is yes then just go yeah I think if it makes you excited just do it you know what's the worst that can happen I remember like I heard a saying before and it's like you're never more than 24 hours away from home as in like you can always just get a flight home literally like like that's really comforting and stuff when like you want to kind of travel or do like seasons and stuff it's like you can always come home like it's never like a permanent decision like when you're this age it's like worst comes to worst you can get a flight home the next day like no one's holding you captive yeah (laughs) so if that's just I always find that real confident thought and that is so true like that's what I would always think I was like well I'm you know I'm so close like my mom would always say Amy like if I did have worries she'd say Amy you can just come home like it's gonna be okay (laughs) you can just literally get the next flight home and I think she maybe said it to me enough times because then after that... <laughs> then I did get the next one. <laughs> yeah, and then I did eventually. And then also my brother, bless him, he was working in um a bar in, uh, what's it, Germany. And, mm-hmm. like, it was just such a, like, oh, like, you're going to do this? Go, great, go for you, you know? Mm-hmm. But caught us by surprise. So he went over <laughs> and I think, like, 
the next day he came back oh my god that was me when I worked in Malia yeah. literally I lasted about a week yeah and he, <laughs> that's what if it doesn't feel right like it, the option is always there to just come Sometimes home when and you get there you can just feel it you're like oh okay <laughs> yeah he was very much like okay this is yeah. not what I thought it would be so I'm going home so exactly. at least, yeah he it's a story to tell now exactly and it's hilarious like we laugh all the time <laughs> we're like oh my god typical you can kind of slag him about it isn't yeah it? exactly <laughs> That's brilliant. So yeah, the option is always there to come home, you know. <laughs> and yeah. kind of more recently, kind of before COVID and stuff, um, you got a like a travel job in kind of a more travel agent office setting. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Kind of what your I know it wasn't very long because yeah, COVID hit, COVID. but do you want to kind of give a rundown of what that was like? Yeah, definitely. So I was working with Tui, and it's a great company. You know, I was working as a holiday advisor. Which was like, you know, such a great opportunity. That's like such a fun job. I would do that all day long. <laughs> I was like so happy. I was like, this is perfect. I think I just applied to it because I was like, oh, like this is great, of course, you know. And mm. I didn't really expect anything from it because it sounds like such a job that I'd want. It just sounded so good, you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'll just apply for it. And that's what I'd say to anyone if you think something is like, too perfect still apply for it, you yeah. know always you're always in with a chance and I think a lot of people think like oh I'm not qualified enough for this or I'm not experienced but you'll never know until you apply like there's no harm in, impl- in applying yeah and then you know if you get an interview you're already like your foot is already in the door it's just exactly, yeah. to like create that impression and they say that like an interviewer knows that they're gonna hire you within like 30 seconds so oh, yeah you can tell as well sometimes. yeah yeah you can kind of tell but like that's the you know it's no worries whether you get it or not so I'd say just apply to anything that you really really want um and so I applied to that and then I got a call for an interview and I was so excited I was like oh my god you know I just got a good feeling from it I was like <laughs> this feels right you know and um so I went to the interview which is grand it's just like a bus away so I'd get the bus um and I got the job I got a call back <laughs> from them it was like a good while after though because I remember I went to the interview and I wasn't feeling like a hundred percent I wasn't feeling great mm. and then after like the interview I just went like downhill like oh. I had like <laughs> such a bad flu for so long and I never really do that like, was definitely COVID <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah because it was this very start but yeah. like it wasn't known or kind like I remember I think I like went to the hospital which was so dramatic because oh, I never really do <laughs> I went and then there was like a poster about COVID and I was like oh no. <laughs> oh you know it's like this isn't a good sign but it didn't turn out to be that I don't even think I don't know I can't really remember yeah. but um yeah so we like I just literally stayed at home and I was like oh my god please don't like you know I was like, please tell me I got the job, but just not now because like I won't be able to come <laughs> yeah, in, you start, know, worst yeah. time. And, and mm. so they called me after like maybe three weeks, and I just oh, kind of that's quite long. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's fine, like I didn't get it, whatever. But then they called me and said, oh, we'd like to offer you the job, and I was mm. like, oh my god, and I was like all better by then. So I was like, this is amazing. Like, couldn't have been perfect for me, more perfect for me. So I went in, and it was great. Like it was kind of well 
it was kind of more difficult with COVID. Like the whole job was kind of based around COVID at that time because right, you kind of came in at the exact yeah, yeah, literally at the start. I remember it was actually like the very beginning for maybe a week. It was actually more calm, but they were like yeah. every day you'd go in, you'd have to be so up to date with like the new terms and conditions and you yeah. know cancellation policies and stuff like it was always changing because of this situation sounds like um, a nightmare yeah like even people asking about will their insurance cover it and at the time it, like most ins- any insurance I think didn't cover it so right. it was like you know very scary for the people on the phone to us mm. most of the time it was like over the phone kind of uh work and then like you book their you know holidays on the computer and like that was kind of my first kind of like grown up office job so I was like yeah it sounded so fun like you're proper like kind of doing a big girl nine to five I know it was like so different because like even with you know Brown Thomas that was like random times most of the time and yeah like it was a long day but you're kind of like up and on your feet and you know always keeping your mind too busy to kind of even like sit down and just like think yeah um but this job was like so different so yeah like it was it was a brilliant experience but then and I started with like two other girls and then um when I think it was like after maybe four months um they had to let us go but they mm. weren't too sure like they just sent us home because we couldn't <laughs> like be <laughs> I'm so sad I know little did I know that was my like last time and I think I had like little like you know things left in that office you still have like a rotten that. banana in there yeah oh my god <laughs> can you imagine oh so yeah they just sent us home and I was yeah. I was kind of like oh you and know, were cause... you working from home or they just kind of made you redundant yeah. like or what happened so because we like uh, me and the two other girls were so like new and yeah. you know we like needed more things to kind of learn right um we like didn't get sent home with you know any like computer or headset or anything like that so they're just saying we'll just take a step by step you know and keep you as updated God. and I was like oh okay well I was kind of like oh this is fine you know what I mean because I just thought it'd be like a week off and then that was it I'd yeah we all thought back. it would be like a week or two off yeah like, <laughs> I can't believe that like yeah. um, one year later <laughs> one year later <laughs> oh my god it's crazy like but yeah so here here I am literally a year later is it a year or like a year and a yeah, half over I, a year that's crazy I know. so um yeah so they just sent us home and then like just say maybe I think it was a good bit of time like two mm-hmm. months I was still getting paid which was great nice like, one yeah that helped so much and I was yeah. like oh this is you know so <laughs> I was like thinking I was like living the life but really <laughs> I was doing some of my job um, <laughs> so and I feel so like like old and like you know grown up that yeah. to say that I've lost my job button then <laughs> so, I deserve a pension by now yeah <laughs> come on now um <laughs> but yeah so that was me with that job but you know what like I would go back in a heartbeat I think because yeah. it was very stable and yeah the people that I worked with were lovely as well and it was just a really nice environment yeah and- Tui seemed to be quite good to work yeah. for like I've 
had obviously some experience now emailing the back and forth and stuff um, and yeah. they seem to be a really good company so I think if anyone is like thinking of applying for like two jobs and stuff I've only had good experience with them so far and it seems like so have you so I would definitely recommend Tiwi yeah. as kind of a company to work for yeah definitely and like they're so positive and that's mm. what you need when you're like you know going into an environment it's just positive people yeah oh so, yeah they're it's really really good to work for yeah. especially in an office like environments because I know it can be sometimes hard if things aren't organized enough and yeah. under like all that pressure they were still kind of just doing so amazingly and I was like I was so happy that I was working with them during that time you yeah. know because otherwise I think I would have like gone crazy yeah it's brilliant and kind of as you were saying it's been like almost a year now but you've made some moves and yeah. you have some exciting news so do you want to say what your next kind of step is which I'm so excited about and I 100% will be visiting you whether you invite me or not oh my god yeah <laughs> no definitely and like I need to see you before I go I kind of have like a good bit of time but like so I'm going to Paris <laughs> I'm like oh my god and there should be you know the show Emily in Paris it's, like, it's going to be Amy in Paris <laughs> oh my god stop that's a dream honestly and then you'll see me living like the complete opposite like, before <laughs> that like people be like oh <laughs> the Aldi version yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> or the deals even you know <laughs> um but yeah so I'm going over and I'm going over to work as an au pair which is really good and I kind of I don't know like like you said literally in school I don't know why this isn't talked about enough Mm. like all these job opportunities I think you know maybe half of it is because if they do talk about it then maybe some people be like okay I'm not just I'm not gonna go to college I'm just gonna like do yeah exactly you know which is like I think it's just a great opportunity but also I can understand that way but yeah there's so many jobs that people are like I had a friend saying to me how do you like find all these jobs oh my god everyone always says that to me yeah how do you get these jobs abroad I'm like it's the same as applying to Tesco like it's just a job that's abroad like it's yeah oh how did you get this like I had an interview (laughs) yeah it really is like just the same like any other like application process it's just but like maybe you do have to do like more in-depth research like something yeah. you know I was like really looking for jobs abroad so, and I was like hey. yeah and so what way I, did you go about getting this au pair job was there a specific site you were applying on or what kind of like how did you know it was kind of a trusted thing yeah. so I would go on to Indeed and I would search up the country that I want to work in so I was searching up like like the French and did and I was I just searched up au pair because I think I've seen a few bits I heard about it like just before but not much and then yeah. I've seen a few bits on TikTok actually <laughs> TikTok, TikTok always knows what like, you're thinking it's kind of scary yeah, making my life decisions for me you know <laughs> and um so I um applied to a place and they got back to me and stuff but then they were kind of like slower at replying and it wasn't mm. a definite so I went oh, was this to, just like a random family that had it was like a a company but it was ah, like okay. a French one and I don't really think they were looking for they were looking for English speakers but just not people from abroad maybe right okay um so then I went on to this website called Au Pair World okay and it is oh my god it's brilliant like it's so fast moving mm. and so basically you go onto that website and you make your own profile and 
you know tell them what you expect from them Mm -hmm. and what you you know are going over for and stuff like that so you just tell them a bit about yourself and your personality and then um it's like it's kind of just up to you and the family so they can look like for you and look at your page and then text you or you can search um and you can filter the search and stuff like as how long it's you want to like stay. tinder but for yeah and not what it really is like it that's exactly what it's like it's like a dating app but for like overs <laughs> so yeah and um they they'll message you or you can message them which it's like mad because like I just didn't expect to find a job from this at all I just was kind of going into it saying look I'll try everything and I got like so many families messaging me and you know then it's kind of good because you have options you're like okay because they Mm. have like two to kind of like six or five kids which are like yeah you know and it's like okay and so then I found this um family and like everything just sounded so perfect and I was like oh my god and she the mother like texted me and was like you know she sent me her phone number and stuff and she was like I'd love to have a call and so usually you will have like an interview kind of call with them yeah and it's more so personal like you just talk about what you're like they kind of just want an idea of who you are yeah um and so you don't need any qualifications too which I was surprised that's what I was gonna ask you because have you had any like experience with like babysitting or children or anything yeah so they do look Ah, for kind of experience with like like children Mm. but no like qualifications or anything which is really good so I would just have experience from you know babysitting like my cousins and I would say that to them you know and then I also like had a babysitting job since I was like 15 16 ah okay so that kind of stuff yeah. to you then yeah exactly and like that's they're more than happy with just that experience mm. you know and um yeah so we got to talk and and she was like it was so quick like some of the families were like you know would take a day or two understandably because they'd have other people as well that they need to talk to and then decide yeah. so I kind of talked to maybe four families in total but I found this one and I think we just understood and communicated so well and then she offered me the job and stuff and I was like oh my god I'm so happy so, so you're gonna month. be looking after so is it like it's kind of just not that it's just babysitting but that's is that what it is it's just taking care of kids and kind of just yeah. kind of being a help to the family I guess and it's going to be in Paris yeah yeah so you start the day off by waking up early with them and getting them ready and ready to go to school mm. so you most mostly in Paris like I found that a lot of because they'll have a little bio so they'll put <laughs> in what like your tasks and schedule which is really good yeah. so you know what you're getting in for and you don't um, you obviously don't have to be able to speak French no mm. which is great okay. and that's yeah because and you need to teach them English because I know a lot of au pairs they're kind of they're wanting someone English speaking to teach the kids English or is it just you speak to them in English or you actually have to have like English lessons with them or what you just literally speak to them in English like that's the parents are so happy for English speakers to go over which I didn't really expect that because I've always heard <laughs> in Paris you know or mm. in France but I haven't had this experience myself where they say people get annoyed if you don't speak in French but I never yeah. experienced that last time I guess I if they're wanting to learn English like they 
yeah yeah and I did I found like the last time I was in France a lot of people actually just did want to improve on their English so they were yeah. happy to talk in English to you and really? so yeah they just want you to speak in your normal like accent and everything and <laughs> you know <laughs> the kids will have a little Dublin accent oh my god I'll be creating little mini me's <laughs> oh that's so exciting oh my god and I remember when I was in uh France the last time like you know one of the girls I worked with everyone said she like because she um was learning English but she was very good at it like she was brilliant um she started getting my accent because she talked to me the most (laughs) I love that that's brilliant we must um get you on the podcast again once you've been over there and had kind of a bit of experience over there because I feel like you're gonna have some very interesting stories to tell definitely I'd yeah. be so excited to do that <laughs> as well and I can't wait to fill you in on everything and oh yeah you know I'll I get think, all the actual yeah. gossip <laughs> yeah you will all the dirty details <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Amy for coming on today you're so oh, good thank you for having me I had Aww. such a great time talking to you and love your podcast oh thank you everyone for listening to another episode of where is Ellen Grace brought to you today in collaboration with fried magazine podcast that's fried for more on fried magazine head to their instagram at fried magazine with two eyes on the zine and for more podcasts head to that's fried i'll leave all the that's fried information in the bio of this podcast and of course i'm going to be sharing it all over instagram so we'll catch you in the next one and thank you so much Amy, for coming on i'll speak to you soon thank you bye. thank you bye